It's Amber Bradley, your host for the unscripted side of LP. It's Talk LP Podcast time. It's Talk LP Podcast time. Amber Bradley, your host, here with Tom Meehand, nobody stranger. What's up, man? How are you? Excited to be back. I can't, the second time. We yes. have to keep doing this. Make it regular. I know. So we're, it's kind of like episode two, talking tech with Tom, which I yeah. just like saying it, right? I like saying that. But listen, we are so excited that Control Tech sponsoring this episode with you, talking tech with Tom, primarily because Control Tech, you are a dynamic company. Like you guys have some cool, I won't do it because I don't want to pay the bleeper to bleep me, but you guys have some really cool stuff going on. And I, I'm glad you're here today to talk about it because it's not just gro- grocery centric or retail centric. I mean, you guys are like covering the whole thing. So strap in your seatbelt. Wait, buckle up your seatbelt. That's what it is. Because we're going to do a little education here with Talking Tech with Tom because I need one. And I think sometimes my audience does too. So I want to start with one of the things that I thought was super cool. Rapid tag. What? Yeah. Does it really do what it says? And what does it say? Yeah, it's definitely super cool. So I, I, I think I've been working uh, with the Rapitag folks for uh, over two years, almost three years now. And uh, I, I can tell you, it's one of the most exciting things that I think we've bought to the North American market in the four and a half years I've been here. And what it is, is it is a basically it's it's kind of the soup to nuts, self-checkout, pay and go option, but it's also enhanced EAS. So the, the premise of it is, any EAS tag that you can think of today. So any of any security tag, it allows to open with a Bluetooth device. So mobile phone, Bluetooth trigger. So no more magnets, no more mechanical detachers, no more anything. And it's super versatile. So in Europe was adopted first in self-checkout. So envision this is real. This isn't a, a road mapping. It's actually happening. You have an electronic- It's not vaporware. Yeah, exactly. There's, okay. It, it's it's real. You have you have someone that has high-end electronics and they want to put wraps on them and now they have to go to self-checkout and have someone take it off. Well, now you go, you pay. And when you're done paying, the tag opens automatically. No, the sales no. Tag. That's it. No, yep. that's insane. Yeah, first and off- it, it's, it's great. Self-checkout is all the rage. We know that. I moderated a panel on it, NRF. We've got a panel on it coming up at Apex. I'm sure lots of other shows are going to be talking about self-checkout, right? We're still talking about it, but what? That's crazy. So, okay, let's back up a second. Rewind. So I've got a high-end electronic. I'm at a self-checkout. I pay for my high-end electronic or really what could be high-end, like high-end anything, Yep. right? That, and then the wrap comes off. Yeah, it just opens and then instructions appear to tell the customer what to do with it. So the reason I use the electronic example because that was the first example of where it was used. It's a smart technology. So here's the thing. This is an IoT sensor. This is what it is. The device. IoT, Internet of Things. Internet of Things. Okay, I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you. I hate that term. It's like, does it make any sense? Everything's connected. That's what it is, right? When you yes. hear, when you see that L O T, it's a little O, that it just means everything's connected. Yeah, and so the thing that makes it unique. So this was the first, per, right? The first entry into retail was oh, high end electronics, and then it was really rapidly, not no pun intended. But there is though. like, but wow, there is. <laughs> um, I can I can gather data because the tag is active. I have active inventory. I know where it is at all times. 
I can see where it is in my store. I can get customer analytics. Amber, if you pick up two pairs of headphones, I know. So I, you can pick up three. I know where you went. I know how long you carried them. I don't know it's you per se, but I know what the customer journey looks like. Then it evolved into an enhanced kind of EAS per, where there was another retailer who sold um, just, it, it's a grocer, right? That sold alcohol and had bottle caps on and said, man, you know, it takes a really long time to take these off. So we went in and, and said, well, check this out. You can, your cashier, when they're done, can hit one button and all the tags just open automatically. Now it's an enhanced EIS, just a, a time saving. You, you don't need to do all the self-checkout. You can just literally have the tag open by itself when the sale is tendered or literally a button that they press and it opens everyone that's in a certain spot on the belt. Yeah, but to be clear, right? It's not easy to open prior to purchase. No, it's actually, so it is a, in theory, if you think of a security tag today, it offers the same exact value. The difference is the way the lock works. So magnetic clutches or IR clutches or a, a, a hook clutch that you would see today, just take all of those locking mechanisms and tags today and replace it with Bluetooth. That's what the way you have to think about it is. No more magnets, no more this. So, That's nuts. Yeah, and, 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 and any tag form factor. And then when you think of wholesale environments that sell you know, aspirin or, or Tylenol Advil that put the caps on, again, this anything that you protect with a tag today, you allow to add automation and smarts with it. And it is super easy because Bluetooth isn't everything today. That's the value. And if it's not, it's super scalable because if you think about every pair of headphones has the same Bluetooth device in it, that you have, whether it's a $5 pair of headphones that you're buying or a 300, that Bluetooth chip doesn't change. So if you have a modern self-checkout, there's a high likelihood that it's in it. If you don't, it's a very easy device to add to a POS. Any mobile POS, it, it can work with. Here's the other thing that is where we're not as far ahead as, as other countries, it, but there are some of just pay and go. You can have a customer with their cell phone buy it in your store, Apple does this, and you know you just walk out. Well, now you can put the ES tag and when they buy it, it will actually unlock the tag when it's paid for and it's encrypted and unique. So they can't just unlock anything. And this is high level encryption. So when people talk about encryption, unless you're gonna get a government, like a government body trying to break the encryption, it's not gonna happen. And that's that's a fact, it's, it's high level encryption. So pay and go options are real and easy. So today, everybody wants to sell a, a seamless frictionless environment. And there are some folks that are doing it, but the risk is they don't know if they paid for it, right? If you're watching camera, you see the person with the phone, now you can actually have a protected product with an ES tag and the customer on their phone, after they pay, it opens and it says, thanks, just take the tag off and put it in the bin or you know, you're free to leave. So it, it's a smart EAS, but it, it is by far, um, in some cases, the most advanced EAS option. And it can do almost too much. Customer well, inventory, like there's so many things it can do. So you know the audience is freaking out, like, wow, this is so cool, but then, those LP people in them have that little skepticism, Tom. And so they're like, okay, yeah, great, Tom. All that sounds great, but how much is it? And then they're going to be like, oh, it's got to be expensive as hell. So you have to talk. I know you're not on the sales. You're not the sales guy, right? So yep. we're not making any deals here to buy some rapid tags. But, you know, thinking about like, what is it? Like, like, is it, is it affordable? Is scalable? It's, it's, it's for anybody? Like, because there was this huge 
uh, myth, right? That all these tags and all this stuff and RFID is just megaly expensive. When in fact, the research has shown that especially dealing with supply chain and on the shelf availability, the RFID part is like a no brainer because it's just like, duh, if you don't have this, you don't have any visibility into your stock levels. So that brought all of that price down to the technology. Where are we on this rapid tag? What are your thoughts? So it's definitely different. Um, we don't, I mean, we're not going to bring anything to market that's not scalable, right? Because then we're just, we're, 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 we wouldn't be able to be where we are. And the, the caveat yeah. that I give everybody is, remember five years ago when blue, man, it's probably like eight or nine years, Bluetooth headphones were real expensive. And now go and find them for $4, so $3. And now everything's that. in Bluetooth. So, so, it's asking me to connect. I've got the, you yeah. know, it's like, okay, enough. Yeah, you're talking about technology that chips were seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve dollars five years ago that are now in everything. Yeah. Um, so it it is definitely it, it isn't for everybody because everybody's not gonna have self-checkout, everybody's not gonna need the enhanced piece of it. The real difference here is this is not about EAS. It's not about security tags. It's about learning more about your customer, making it frictionless, making it faster, and allowing your customer to choose the journey that they'd like. And, yeah. and the example I'll give, and, and I'll, I'll talk just for five more seasons, I was in a very well-known store, and I forgot my cell phone charger, charger in Northern California, and I went and bought it, one of, the large, one of the largest retailers in the world, and talking to the person at the desk. And he said, oh man, I, I can't open this. I got to get a key. And seven minutes later, someone had to come to open something. And I immediately went like, holy cow. And I said, so I just asked, I said, what if you could do this? And he was like, you know, we usually spend five, six minutes, you know, waiting for this. So it, it, it is really fit for purpose. And the other thing, which we can't get into today, because we don't have enough time is that it's so versatile that you can use NFC technology so your customer can tap on it and learn about the technology, about what they're buying. There's so much, so many customer interaction pieces here that the EAS and security portion is absolutely what fraction. I know about, but what I know about, right? But it, it's actually not what really is going to create the ROI and the scalability, yeah. the speed. And, and here's the thing it's cool. I hate to say it. The, the customers cool. are going to, yeah, they're, Customers are going to like it. You're never going to have that customer at self-checkout going like, oh, I bought Advil. Can you just, can you oh, open the a video or a DVD? No, it's It goes away. And yeah. so it is, it is great. And it offers huge data insights on what goes on in your stores. And this, I didn't talk about it. It's active real-time inventory. So yeah, if you huge. fulfill within a store and today you can only fill, fulfill at 98%, you'll actually be able to look at a screen and know where something is in real time. So all of these things together make it really, really versatile. It isn't a one size fits all. It's not for everybody, but it's for anybody that needs any of those things. Yeah. But the bottom line is if you hear all this functionality, don't freak out. Right. Because yeah. if you think about it, all the functionality is going to end up in all these other departments that could probably pitch in a little coin to get you over the line yeah. there. Okay. So we also need to talk about, Omni-channel. Dude, yes. this Omni stuff is out of control. Um, <laughs> the future is flexibility, isn't it, Tom? Like it systems is. and technology, like why lock yourself in? So tell us about control tech and how you guys are, are you know, coming to market with the best flexible 
solutions for this? Yeah. So we, I think one thing about control tech and why I joined is it's, we're super customer centric. We've been around for 47 years. Um, we do a lot and we sometimes probably don't talk enough about it. You know, we have a huge financial sector. We work in manufacturing aerospace, but retail and, and banking is our, our, our core businesses. And one of the things that we pride ourselves on is our service capabilities, but also the fact that we listen. And so in the last four years, we consistently heard the message of, please don't bring me a box of things and try to sell it to me. Help me solve the problem. And sitting in a retail chair for 22, almost 23 years and in all different capacities as, as you know, I remember being in meetings going, please don't tell me what I need. Ask me what's wrong and how I can help. So what we realized is that um, we knew this all along, but it's, it's a lot harder to get to the journey is that we're going to listen to our customers. We need to be agnostic and provide whatever technology is available. So we, we kind of coined this and I'm not a marketing guy, but the CT360 where we're going to, we're going to have a technology. If it's available, we're going to have an offering. And our approach is if we can manufacture it and we can do it better, we will. If not, we'll partner with someone. But our goal is when we sit with our clients, whether it be banking, retail, aerospace, and is if there's a problem about protecting an asset, whatever that is, we want to be able to have a, a menu or assortment of solutions that are customizable. And that led us to having, you know, we have a, a world-class uh, AM system for EAS. Uh, we have uh, a lot of really neat RFID as EAS things that you'll see that are our first times in retail coming out. And then we also really spent a lot of time and we developed a, a really robust RF system. But what we started to realize is mergers and acquisitions, companies that are, you know, three companies combined, whether it's through a restructure, bankruptcy or an acquisition. And now one has RF, one has AM and no one has anything. So we said, what can we really do with that? So we spent about a year and a half developing a high performance system that it, it will be available now that does AM and RF, and someone will go, okay, well, we've seen something like that before. But the first thought was, okay, now you have three divisions. Don't worry about buying 15 types of tags. Don't worry about transfers. Just put the system in. We also incorporated RFID into that. So any of the technologies at the same time or separately can be used. That was kind of the initial, and we were dealing with mergers and acquisitions where we would literally be on the phone. These 10 stores need RF. These 10 need RFID. These 10 need this. Oh, we, we, we accidentally transferred it. This isn't working. Can you help us? And it became very cumbersome for the, the retailer, not us. We could send it anywhere, but it was, it was a nightmare. This one, you know, this one's this color. How do we tell it? So we really wanted to address that. The other thing is we were fortunate that we did um, a very large grocer rollout, you know, over 2000 locations. There's not a lot of those left. Um, in, in, and we did it and we learned very quickly that RF worked really well and, you know, frozen goods because you needed a microwave label, you need this. But then there were a lot of things where just RF wasn't conducive uh, uh, and it was, how do you come about that? So we said, well, this is great. You go to a grocery, you get to pick the tag that's, that works for you. And let's just say you're, you're in a situation where you have a, a segment of merchandise you want to track with RFID but I have liquids and RF doesn't work well on liquids, not because the technology is not good because the physics, but AM does. So now we have a system that you can put in and you get to protect your merchandise the way you want to. And you don't get, you do no longer have to pick the lesser of two. Like, well, I have a bigger problem with cosmetics. So I got to use this soft label. I need a label that's smaller or flexible. 
So we really felt like that, that was the need in the market. So we went out and did that. And then the last piece of it just simply puts you in the future, in the future proof situation is you pick the technology. Maybe you want to start with one and layer in. Um, and it's, it's, it's our system. We design it. We manufacture it in our facility. It's European made five-year warranty. Same thing you'd come to expect from control tech. It's a great system, but it's really about listening to our customers saying, we need you to do this. And us going, I, I, I can't defy physics. I'm never going to be able to shoot RF through liquid. I would love to, but I wouldn't be on this call. If that's you'd be like more like Mr. Wizard. I yeah. think you need a lot more hair for that. Just where yes. it's like Einstein or whatever. Yeah. But we appreciate the honesty because, you know, there's some companies out there that are like, sure, we can do that. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> and, 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 and that's the one thing that, you know, we really we really sat and took all of the customer comments and feedback. And we said, we're going to de design something that's different in the sense and take all of the technologies together. And again, I know you're going to ask, so I'll get ahead of it. It's scalable. It's it's going to work. This is a no BS zone, Tom, yeah. as you know. Yeah, so, yeah. So we we, we don't scalable. we don't build things to not be able to to deliver them and not be able to have people use them. It doesn't work for us. And and again, 47 years of, of doing things. When we manufacturing, we've figured out where to manufacture, how to manufacture, how to warranty, how to deal with those things. Um, you know, I've only been here for about five years, but coming here, you can clearly see that we understand how to move things and, and build them the right way. Yeah, I've always been impressed by that with, with Control Tech. It's certainly um, not a vaporware type of company, which I think, you know, I, as you guys are, are slow to evaluate and understand the issues, just as you were talking about with the C CT360, I mean, I think that's really important. I mean, even by hiring you, right? I mean, you you know, you've been there. You were sitting in the retail executive chair at a super luxury brand, which is not always the easiest thing to deal with the assets of a, of a luxury brand, right? I mean, I think, and then having you come on board to, to be able to, you know, help guide the strategic vision is super important. Yeah. I, and I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say one of the things I did when I came is I talked about how things looked. And this is the thing I always, because as you know, some of the listers, Let's oh, LP folks sometimes bust chops, right? They're they're they no, challenging or something. No, so, they don't. You know, when when I when I started to talk to people who I would say are my friends, like personal friends that you know, and and well, what's different about it? And I said, Well, why don't you look at it? I spent nine months working with folks to say this is the first thing uh, uh, your customer is gonna see in the last thing. So our systems, I mean, as as uh, there's no other way to say it, they're sexy, they're really good looking compared to other systems not to mention the warranty, not to mention the durability, they look nice. And that's one of the first things I'd say. So, hey, you know, it's gonna work. It's gonna work just as good, if not better than everything else out there. But the first thing and the last thing someone sees is not ugly. You know, it really is. And, and that's something we take a lot of pride in. And um, we're super quick and nimble to, to go out to solve a customer challenge, but we've really taken the approach of not, you know, we don't, we, we don't want to just solve one thing. We want to make it easy for people to implement the technology, make it faster, quicker, better for them. Well, you guys definitely have a lot going on. I mean, just doing a little bit of research, controltech.com, right? Control tech. Yeah. So we have, we have a couple, so we have our Canadian, right? But if you do your controltechusa.com, we have controltechca. But you can find us everywhere. Um, one thing I, I'm super proud of in the, the team here is we 
We are actively involved in everything with the industry to try to help better the industry. Um, and this is, yeah, we're, we are family owned, privately held. And when, what I can say is people really care. Really, There's a different level of caring when someone's here and we're big enough to be able to do the, do the things we need to do to support the largest banks in the world, the largest retailers in the world, but we're still small enough to remember how important it is to take care of, to take care of the customer. We don't take it for granted. And when, when you hear the stories, you know, dating to the eighties of, you know, the owners delivering because the, you know, there the trucks weren't there, things like that. We do that still to this day, you know, where we'll, we'll do things that other companies can't because we can, um, you know, it's not uncommon for anybody on our team. And you mentioned, you know, me joining from retail, we, we really taken a, a, the approach of try to get different folks from different industries, experts, engineers. Um, so yes, we, we have a robust sales team, but you'll find that we have robust engineers and we bring them from all over. And in the RFID space, um, you know, I would say that, you know, we, we do some things outside of retail that are extremely complex and um, our RFID offering software legitimately has machine learning and AI. It's not just a marketing term. There's models that learn. So we really, really spend a lot of time to try to develop things, not different for different sake, just to try to solve problems. And my, my answer always is if we're, you know, we're, we're not perfect, but we're, we're going to work as hard as we can to be perfect every time. Yeah, I dig that. I'm a big fan of the family-run company. I think that's super important, as you know. Um, yeah. So, look, I really appreciate you stopping by for another episode of Talking Tech with Tom. We are, yeah, of course, we'll have you back because there's all of these things. We we still didn't get to more like of the scam calls I'm getting on my cell phone, which I'm still not blocking, which you said that I need to. You need to. You have to go block them, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, they're getting interesting too. Like I, they're getting more creative. So I'm, I'm seeing, I was, I, I've, I've actually heard some really outlandish ones. And remember, don't be careful with the COVID scam calls because, yeah, you know, they're not, sometimes the timing is right. I got back from Europe and I got a scam call and I knew it was a scam call, but I'm like, man, I, it's just time perfectly. It just happened to be that that was the time that the call came through. Like it was what it was like, you know, um, we've noticed you've traveled, blah, blah, blah. And of course I'm like, this is definitely a scam with the recorded voice oh, yeah. when you call back. But, but the point is that it's, it, although we all say it, 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 it's sometimes you get caught up in the moment. So block the call, just block it. I know, I know, I, know, I, know I need to go in there. You got to click through a couple I know. buttons. I, 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 can they make it easier? You know, where you just hit block or something like when you slide out, you know, when you slide it out to go delete it, they would, should put it there. Don't email you think? Tim Cook, email him. He reads oh. his email. Well, I think I'm on the stalker list of that guy, <laughs> you know, with this, all of my requests. Listen, Tom Meehan, thank you so much. We will have you back talking tech with Tom and we appreciate Control Tech support sponsoring this episode of Talk LP and we appreciate the education, Tom. Thanks for having me. It's a great time. All right, buddy. We'll see you next time. As always, thanks for listening. Don't forget to download the Talk LP news app for breaking loss prevention headlines right in the palm of your hand. Couldn't be easier. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk at you later. See ya.